This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta, the last of the year. So, a very happy new year in advance to everybody and also very happy Guru Gobind Singh Jayanti. Today is Guru Gobind Singh's birthday and he is one of my heroes. So, I have put up that quote of his yet again on my Twitter. So, before we get into the headlines, let me introduce our panel today. Joining us on the phone line from Bombay is Sumit Chauhan. Hi, Sumit. Hi, Abhinandan. Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you for joining us. Let me just introduce you to our audience. Uh, most of our audience is already well-versed with Sumit's work. Many of you have watched him on the Media Rumble. Uh, he spoke there and many of you have given very good feedback. He is the founding editor of the Shudra Media and the News Bre- Newsbeak. Is that a typo? Is that Beak? Yeah, it's Beak, the news Beak. The news Beak. He's an Ambedkarite journalist and anti-caste activist. He's been active in journalism for almost 10 years. He has in the past worked with ABP News, Z News, India News and News Nation. So he's done a fair bit of time in uh, legacy media as well. Now he's trying to establish the national Bahujan media to strengthen the marginalized sections of society through journalism. Also, recently you had an event here in Delhi, right, Sumit? Uh, yes, we actually uh, believe that we need to train our own people because most of the Belgian media persons, they are not professional. So we give them a, a classroom training of journalism, basic uh, principles of journalism, how to report, how to anchor, how to behave. <laughs> so it was a training session actually for our Belgian community journalists. Hello, that's fantastic. Also joining us on the phone line from Chennai is Jayashree. Hi, Jayashree. Hi. And in the studio is Manisha Pandey. Hello. And I am Abhinandan Sekri and we shall be discussing a bunch of things with a macro lens because this is the last hafta of the year. Uh, things that need to be discussed. But before that, let's get the headlines from Jeshri. Yes, here are the headlines for the week. So one of the biggest stories of the year ended last week with Pranoy and Radhika Roy selling most of their NDTV shares to Gautam Adani. The Adani group will now take control of NDTV. The Bharat Joro Yatra has finally entered Delhi. I think Rahul Gandhi visited the memorials of five former prime ministers, including Vajpayee. However, the Congress has raised some security concerns, but says the government has said it was all as per protocol. Mm-hmm. Eight people died and several others were injured in on Wednesday in Nellore district of Andhra Pradesh during a stampede at a public meeting that was addressed by Chandrababu Naidu. In fact, they've, so, and, they've announced a compensation, compensation package, package also today, right? And do, what triggered it? There was this pushing and shoving, they fell into a drain apparently. So there was like an open drain. So because of everyone trying to get close to where he was, people people fell into the drain and I think maybe drowning or just physical impact, I guess. Yeah, it it was during a road show. So Mm. it was not, you know, so they were trying to push towards the vehicle or something when he was going past and then they fell into the sewage drain. Oh God. Yeah. The NIA today conducted raids at 46, at 56 locations in Kerala, which are allegedly linked to the Popular Front of India. Hmm. BJP MP Pragya Thakur on Sunday urged Hindus to keep weapons in their homes. So now an FIR has been registered against her in Karnataka. I think she said at least keep knives used to cut vegetables sharp. Yeah, and um, of course, uh, there was a defense of her speech by Open India, which fascinatingly said that what she has said, there's nothing wrong. She's just saying that we should be ready for self-defense. And basically criticizing her is asking Hindus to get killed without resisting. Like, <laughs> I don't know what battle is happening in their head that all this is, but yeah, it's, it's that's where we are. 
and her entire political existence and her career is like a middle finger to minorities yeah what, actually what can you say about somebody who went to jail for masterminding allegedly a bomb blast then goes on to become an mp mm. this is why she was elected yeah oh in other news the central board of film certification chairperson prasoon joshi has said today that changes have been recommended to the songs from upcoming hindi movie pathan i think they haven't said exactly what those changes are well actually even as we record this which is 3 10 pm afternoon on thursday the 29th uh they have asked for the removal of a 20 second clip from the song besharm rang then they have asked for s- lyrics change of another song and then they have asked for certain edits in some of the fight sequences because they are apparently too violent so 20 second cut is what i really want to know probably the bikini the bikini, is gone i'm guessing I, i'm guessing hmm. he also said uh, indian culture is very glorious and nuanced who prasoon joshi changes should be made. yeah yeah in the same statement about these changes he complimented indian culture and faith hmm The union government owes more than 8300 crores to states and union territories in payments under the Mahatma Gandhi National Rural Employment Guarantee Act. This is according to official data. Mm. Both houses of parliament have been adjourned 6 days ahead of schedule. In news from Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan's health ministry has said 18 children in the country have died after consuming a cough syrup produced by an Indian pharmaceutical firm. Mm. And this follows a similar uh... Noida based firm. allegation uh, by uh, another i mean allegation against another it wasn't the same company hmm. where i think in gambia over 60 gambia. children died right this one is mario biotech yeah but my and i think with this is that i feel like it's undeniable that indian manufacturing sort of changed the face of global healthcare for the good right like with hmm. patent laws in the 1970s like rise in genetics and mitigated some of the evils of like free market pharma but hmm. i feel at the end of the day there's so much unscrupulous business so much lack of regulation so right now it's like this entire crisis of credibility and also you hit your head on the wall to get data yeah and amit malviya is now on twitter educating people on why these deaths have happened which is just so really good. yeah he put up some tweets i think called jairam ramesh had tweeted about uzbekistan yeah so jairam ramesh had said that made in india is getting a bad name hmm. So the next headline of uh, former Maharashtra Home Minister Anil Deshmukh has been released from jail. He spent a year in jail in connection with a corruption case registered by the CBI. In Uttarakhand a group of Christian missionaries were attacked on Friday after allegations of purported forced conversions. In another case in UP the police have issued a notice to the chancellor and vice chancellor of a Christian institute also alleging unlawful religious conversions. Also in Uttar Pradesh a teacher was arrested for hurting religious sentiments after government school students recited a poem by Iqbal during morning assembly and the teacher was also sacked and this song is sung, sung regularly in every single school in Dehradun every week anyway the indian coast guard has intercepted a pakistani boat off the coast of gujarat it had 10 crew members carrying arms ammunition and 40 kilos of narcotics worth 300 crores hmm. in telangana the high court has transferred to the cbi the case for pertaining to alleged attempts to poach four Bharat Rashtra Samiti MLAs. I think they're accused the BJP of offering large amounts of money. Right. So also in the CBI, uh, Videocon Group founder Venkopal Dut has been arrested in a fraud case involving ICICI. This is days after they arrested the coachers as well. The Maharashtra Assembly on Wednesday passed the Lokyukta bill. It brings all cabinet members including the chief minister under the ambit of an anti-corruption ombudsman. The border row is also continuing in Maharashtra. Uh, Uddhav Thakre said on Monday that the center should declare what he calls Karnataka occupied Maharashtra areas as a union territory. 
The Assembly has also passed a resolution saying the government will pursue all necessary legal measures to bring every inch of Marathi-speaking regions along the border within the state's limits. In the US, a major winter storm has swept through the country. The toll has risen to 50. And China's National Health Commission on Sunday stopped publishing daily COVID data. This is as the country is reporting a significant surge in COVID cases. You had a rant on it. I do have a rant about it. Uh, <laughs> okay, we shall I, get I to it then. We shall discuss this. Yeah, it's a little, it's a very small rant. It could be rant. Hmm. In Nepal, former Maoist guerrilla leader Pushpa Kamal Dahal Prachanda has been elected the next prime minister. Uh, for, the, so for, the, for the second time. He was earlier as prime minister. Time. And that's the headlines. Right. So those are the headlines. Let's get into the discussions. No matter whether it is NDTV or Aastak or any other media organization, we only look at the uh, media that how much uh, you know coverage or the uh, issues they have covered related to the Bhojan community, especially the SCST, OBC minority issues. So uh, with this uh, context, we say that NDTV is no uh, you know d- different from other media organizations because. Uh, whatever they are doing uh, is uh, in, in, in sense of the anti-Modi sentiment only. Like they are, uh, uh, earlier when uh, Ravish Kumar was there, uh, the uh, old uh, Pranav Roy and her wife, uh, his wife was there. So they were, you know, uh, talking about the uh, government policies, uh, Godi media, what is the Indian media is doing. They were raising some kind of issues which is uh, in sense the anti-Modi sentiment. We call it anti-Modi sentiment. Hmm. But they have highly, you know, covered the particular issues related to uh, uh, scheduled caste, scheduled tribe and atrocities unless and until we are murdered, we are raped or we are, you know, being killed by somebody. Uh, we are never in the headlines. We are never in the campaigns. We are never, nowhere in the mainstream media. In these organizations, I never met uh, with somebody and as your report says that 90% of Indian media is controlled by the upper caste people only. So there is a structural issues actually when people are hiring, when people are giving chances to the uh, new freshers journalists in their organization. So Obviously, they look at the surnames, they look at the uh, cast, they, they they can even, you know, I, I know some of the people, those who have the similar experiences that even their cast was directly asked by the management or the hiring authority. So I, I believe that they look at the cast when they are hiring and, uh, you know, recruiting somebody for the news organization because if it is not so, uh, why are people are not there? Because I believe that Indian cast... Uh, uh, Indian newsrooms are, you know, exclusively caste clubs. They are, uh, you know, caste clubs where only entries to the uh, same caste people are, you know, given. Uh, we people are not allowed to enter in that exclusive caste club. This is my experience. We do have diversity um, at the reporter level, but at leadership level, we still don't have the representation that we would like. And that's actually one of the challenges, you know, maybe I should ask you that we've got People, you know, at a young reporters, three, four year experience, freshers. But uh, the question that is always asked to us is why does your leadership team not have that? And we don't get any application that maybe it's because of the problem you said, so you don't have anyone with 10 years experience. So, but the challenge is getting middle management. Uh, even today, if you even try to look, it's, it's, it's a little hard. I, I've seen that numbers of people were there in my newsroom who were, you know, literally they were good for nothing. But they were appreciated all the time. They were given good hikes in salaries. So the experiences which you know uh, we get in mainstream media, most of our fellow journalists, my my, my people, uh, they, they leave mainstream media. They don't want to work for so long because it's really tough to survive over there. 
because uh, at pressure level it is fine you're getting uh, something uh, a salvio or, or whatever and somehow you you survive because the moment uh, uh, but the moment you you know start making your own decision you are on senior positions and you are uh, on on boards for uh, selecting stories or the coverage issues or or some some particular decision making thing so the moment they they, they you know don't like you they'll start you know, harassing you so i guess numbers of reasons are there which which compel you to leave the mainstream media but do you also think like journalism historically pays really poorly and gets away with it so do you think that's also a barrier to attract people who are to make newsrooms more inclusive more diverse because you're automatically attracting people who can afford to live on tiny salaries because they already have like they come from positions of privilege yeah i think that is a very so important point that just never gets talked about enough sometimes it's not even that aggressive but it's just uh the conversations that happen in a newsroom and i remember very clearly and abhi to there's just so much conversation around it 2009 when i joined there's not even a realization among journalists including i include myself in it that this is even something that i need to think of hmm. most of your you we call them cabin crew members so basically you have a newsroom which is cubicles and the cabins are uh, senior, management. senior management which is all banerjees hmm. uh, you know bihari brahmins bengali brahmins tam brahms it's all brahmins i mean forget any other castes all brahmins and you know you would have jokes i remember one of my bosses in fact he you know comes to the newsroom and he cracked this joke about his mother and you know how his mother had told him that uh, you can marry anyone you want but you can't marry a muslim and use this you know a slur word hmm now he's cracking joke at his mother for being regressive hmm. but in that newsroom we do have someone i mean i knew that there was this one person who was from you know marginalized community and everyone laughed and i actually looked at him and he didn't hmm. and it's it's sometimes as insensitive and as unaware and as dense as that and i think that for a lot of journalists from marginalized communities have had to face that so leave alone very uh, you know in your face aggression it's just that atmosphere in a newsroom which is so dominated by brahmins by upper caste that there's just lack of basic sensitivity or even awareness that there could be someone in this newsroom other than from your milieu i think it's better if smith would answer but anecdotally i do have a couple of things to say one is that when i was in journalism school uh, we had one of the top newspapers coming for hiring an english newspaper and it was very um, so they would put out multiple lists um so the first list of people called for interview then based on that they put out a second list a third list the first list had everyone who had a brahmin surname any upper caste surname and then the second list was those left over who didn't make the cut and the third was those who did not have upper caste surnames and at interviews as well the person who was doing the hiring would ask very specifically what your background was what caste your parents were where you grew up because these were things that informed the basis on which they were making these hiring decisions you get that i'm coming from from an allies point of view this is something that uh, was articulated in the american experience by uh, samuel jackson uh, now i both agreed and disagreed with him a he you know he's become very successful and he's rich so he says his thing was that i don't want to see everything through a race the racism lens hmm. he says then there no conversation moves anywhere hmm. uh, so just put that piece of information aside and you know in my 20s when i was an activist i used to find it uh, interesting and sometimes frustrating that you know a lot of that time activism delhi mein bahut active tha there's no activism now but you know there were rt activists there were human rights activists there were environmental activists and we used to try to do workshops on all sorts of stuff together everyone used to come together and we used to meet 
and everyone used to be arguing with each other and i always used to wonder that we basically want to there are certain points of common ground right why can't we focus on that instead of the environmental one telling the you know other one that no your thing is only environment says ka kuch nahi hona the human rights telling the gender wala bhai everything is not gender and that led to a lot of loss of a lot of energy which could have actually been used as an alliance do how do you strike the balance sumit that while of course your primary your primary battle is caste as it must be because i think that is india's primary battle and it must be but like the environmental ones used to say agar environment nahi bajegi to hum apna caste ka kya karoge there will be no one to live how do you strike that perfect balance and like samuel jackson said that we can't see everything through that lens but yet that prism has to be important enough for it to become in the se- the center of the screen so you don't look at the caste every time but when somebody you know ask about your name pura naam batao somit chauhan kaun sa wala chauhan ho hamare yahan to chauhan ye lagate hain this is the experience which i have gone through like in uh, at, at z news somebody was there a pande guy was there who the shift in charge he said what's your name i said somit he said no pura name somit chauhan he said main bihar se hu mere yahan pe chauhan to bangi lagate hain tum log kaun lagate ho so he directly asked me right so I'm not telling about my caste. उटिंग there was a recently a story on bbc uh, when somebody from the dalit community guy is a professional he narrated that you know uske jo colleague hain wo uski kamar pe haath maar ke dekhte hain ki usne janu pehna ki nahi pehna and they, yeah yeah i have read that that's it, a, right? that's a way of checking oh, checking out caste right? yeah. they, they want to know they inquire about your caste and they want to you know uh, uh, like the, the same guy was saying ki uh, they force him to uh, go for a pool uh, bath and when you know when you are naked you don't you're not wearing a shirt or something like that so they can check out whether you are uh, from brahmin uh, or the janu wala category or not so there are numbers of ways which they these guys are applying we are not showing them hum apne caste certificate gale mein laga ke thoda hi jate hain you are not having the caste certificate right there and showing to everybody okay i belong to chamar community i belong to bangi community you are not doing it we are entering in a new zone as a journalist we are uh, whether we are trainee apprentice or something like that we are learning we want to grow as a professional but uh, in 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 new zone particularly whenever uh, a story related to caste or anything is there they start talking about i think every story does have a caste angle whether we like it or not uh, so me that answer it pretty well i think um, i think my basic point was that um, as people who don't go through these lived experiences um, i don't know if it's fair or accurate for us to say that is everything been seen through caste is there um, instances where it might be set aside because we have no idea Right. All of you listening in, the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta. We will see you again next week with the hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served, and advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.